Hey, this is your host, Jeremiah Latimo, and this is Gates of Perception. So today I'm going to be talking about how to properly court a woman. And this is to all of my brothers listening, all the guys that are in spaces to where they are ready and excited about attracting what they would feel is their queen, a very high value woman that they are just deeply, deeply attracted to and want to take that relationship to the next level, or they're in a space where they feel that queen that they're calling in and just want to make sure that they're prepared to really court her properly. And so in this podcast today, I'm going to be breaking down What is the difference between dating and courting? Because they're not the same thing. I'm going to be sharing the differences throughout different cultures on how courting is displayed and readiness, making sure that the men tuning in are actually ready for this and how to be intentional, how to be direct and communicate throughout the courting phase and why it's so important to only court one woman at a time and tips and strategies to woo and essentially just pursue a woman properly and just talking about pacing and also physical boundaries uh, that's important to be aware of when you're courting a woman and so i want to share this piece before we jump into it uh two pieces here why i'm recording this episode and also that this is very much for the men listening as it is for the women tuning in and so i want to speak to that part first because the guys listening i i want you to really take this experiment with it take what resonates throw out what doesn't Um, And for the women listening to really get an understanding, if you're in a position in your life where you've come to a place within yourself where you realize I'm yearning to be married, I want to build a family, I'm not out here casually dating. I'm not just trying to pass the time and find somebody to, you know, spend time with and just go out and go out on dates and there's nothing really serious about it. If this is you, this is really important for you to understand and tune into from a man's perspective about what it really means to properly court a woman so that you can also develop maybe a criteria for yourself based on just some things that may land and resonate with you here. So that you can also kind of know and gauge when a man is in that energy, maybe how to also uh, recognize when he isn't so that you can also not waste your own time. And so the other piece here, the reason I'm recording this is because I was recently around a guy at a basketball court and I remember I had saw him speaking to a woman when we were at the park the last time I saw him. And I asked him, I was like, man, how did that date go? Because he told me, he was like, man, I talked to her and we had a great conversation and I'm gonna be taking her out on a date. 
And so I asked him, I said, you know, how did that date go? And he was like, man, we're, we're on date two now. You know, we're going to be meeting for a third time. And I was like, man, that's amazing. Like, you know, you, you, you must be having a great time. You must be really connecting with her. Um, but he shared with me, he was like, yeah, like, you know, they, we've been having two dates. I've taken her out to her favorite vegan restaurant. And I knew the vegan restaurant. I was like, oh, man, I love that spot. It's great. And he was kind of like upset. He was like, man, yeah, but you know what's going to happen on the third night? Like, man, I, I'm not playing any games. And I was so caught off guard. I was like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? You're not playing any games. Like, what's going to happen? And so I was just so disturbed because I just didn't really understand why this third date leads to all of this anticipation of like something has to happen. And I was confused. I was like, maybe he's just saying that because he thinks he has to say that to me because I'm asking about his dates. And so maybe as a guy, he's thinking that, oh, like this guy is trying to see if I took it to that level and maybe trying to get my approval or to kind of hide some type of, some type of insecurity or this is just how he relates to women. And what I took from that experience was like, man, like men are really, men are really in a crisis. Like what the hell are we doing? Like, is this really how we're approaching dating? Is this how we're approaching uh, getting to know women? And I haven't really been in that energy to really understand what has been going on within the everyday guy. And so talking with him was like, man, I need to, I need to put some content out or a podcast to really help the men that are trying to do this the right way to understand the right way to do it and the fucking wrong way to do it. The way that men that are not gentlemen, right, would approach this. And it's also about restoring that symbol of what it means to be a gentleman. And it's like, this shit is a facade, man. Like people today, like men today, wear this gentleman persona, like as a persona, as a mask to essentially get something from women. And it really ruins it for the guys that are really trying to properly court a woman or really care about women or have the utmost respect for the feminine. It really fuck it up for the rest of us. And it's like now men that are actually trying to properly court a woman, you know, they're met with so much maybe resistance or disbelief or and projection because these guys are setting a terrible terrible example and standard so i just want to do my part and make sure i at least put out something that kind of illustrates what this process really is and what it looks like so let's jump into it so first things first dating and courting are not the same thing when you are dating, there is actually no serious commitment behind your actions 
and your dates and your uh, experience with that person. There's no serious commitment behind it. There's no serious intention uh, behind it. It's just, I'm getting to know you. We're having a good time. We're having fun. We're going with the flow is usually what you might hear. And this is because it is very casual, right? And so many people are in casual experiences when they're actually wanting to be courted. And so we have to understand that when you're dating, you're not in a relationship, nor does that situation that you're in, that dating experience that you're involved in, it's not actually promised to actually lead to a relationship, let alone marriage. So when we understand that, now we can get a better understanding of what courting actually is. When you're courting, you have a deep intention to take this to the highest level, which for most people is marriage, is family. That is the intention that you are approaching a woman with. It's, I see you as a potential wife. And so when you're relating to a woman as a potential wife, your mindset is very, very different than how you would approach a woman that is just a potential good time, right? Is a potential summer fling, is a warm body to be cuddled next to during the winter. This is very, very different and it's a very different approach. And so it requires you to first self-reflect. Where am I at in my life? Am I ready for marriage? Do I want marriage? Am I ready for a family? You have to really get clear on this. Because most men are in different situations. And I've worked with many different people in many different phases of life. I've worked with women that I've walked away from 20-year marriages, and the way that they're approaching dating is very casual. Why? Not because they have less respect for themselves or that they don't care about marriage. It's because they're so exhausted and recovering from the fact that they've been married for 20 years. And so now that they're in a space to just explore get to know themselves, and get to know what type of dynamics feel good for them. And so dating for them is actually very empowering. So I want to emphasize that because based on your circumstances, based on your unique life experiences, either one of these can be empowering or disempowering for you. So like I shared with the woman that has walked away from a 20-year marriage, courting can be a disempowering experience for her. Because she's constantly in this energy of being prepared to have a family, being prepared to be somebody's wife. And she just spent 20 years of her life in that space, in that energy. And now she wants to get to know herself again, start to embrace her individuality. So dating is the empowered experience for her. And so this is the same for men that I've worked with as well. I've, I've worked with men that have been in marriages since they were 20 years old. They just been married to somebody since they were 20 years old. 
when I met him, he had just came out of that marriage. And so, of course, this guy is not looking to start courting somebody right away. He was like, man, like, I, I don't even think I want marriage. I've already lived that part of my life. I just want to get to know somebody. I just want to really build with somebody. But without the intention or the focus on it leading to marriage, right? And so this is just an understanding of how these experiences mold how we show up in relationship. And so none of this can be directly, essentially fixed as one is more empowering than the other. It actually is based on the individual and their unique experiences. So I want to emphasize that point before we move on. With that, there's all of these unique pieces. And the other is also going to be culture. So in certain cultures, courtship, now we're talking about courtship again, we're coming back to this point. Courtship is very different throughout different cultures. So that's something you need to take into account. If you're a man or a woman listening, courtship is going to be very different based on what has been normalized, maybe what you've resonated based on the culture uh, and based on your ethnic background. For example, with the courtship that I saw as a young boy coming from an African household, what courtship was demonstrated for me was that I would see my cousin's uh, extended family members being courted by men. And these men would actually not like pursue the woman. They would essentially pursue the family's approval. And so how they would do that is by voicing to the father that he was interested in his daughter. And he would display why he was capable of taking care of his daughter. And so he would either, you know, share about his career, maybe take them, he would fly out the family to wherever he lives. Um, I remember one of my cousins being courted by this guy that lived in Germany, and he directly started talking to my uncles and, you know, brought them out to Germany, back to his home. He was a doctor um, and just showed them the life he lived and the life he was capable of giving her. And when they finally got married, you know, he gave them uh, a lot of cash. And then he, you know, took their daughter, my cousin, and moved her to Germany with them. And they started a family. Based off of that, this is what courtship looks like in some cultures. It is actually a seeking of the family's approval rather than allowing and creating an experience for the woman to fall in love with the man that's courting her and the man to fall in love with the woman that he's courting. And for them to be on the same page and for them to have aligned goals and values and create a future from that space. Not This is not the approach in some cultures, like I just shared with mine, because in some of these cultures, they still embody this idea or this notion that the daughter is the property of the father. 
And so in African cultures, that is not something that they shy away from actually communicating or enforcing. So the man that's courting her actually isn't really concerned with the woman's approval of him. He's actually more concerned with the father because in his eyes and based on the culture, he's her owner. And he has to get approval from the owner. And so it's kind of messed up, again, based off what you have kind of conditioned to accept um, or values that you resonate or don't resonate with. I personally don't resonate with that understanding. Um, I've seen the impacts of that. And I know that, you know, these types of suitors are also not real gentlemen. Often they treat the wives once they're finally with them um, very terribly. Um, and the same happened to my cousin as well. So courtship is very different based on different cultures. Uh, some courtship uh, is about not dating. It's actually about if we align, we move right into marriage. And then marriage is what would happen when you would have been dating the person. So this is actually how my mother was courted. So for when I tell my mom about my dating experiences, she's so caught off guard because she's like, wait, what? Why don't you just marry her? And then all of those other things happen afterwards. And so in different cultures, dating, you know, courting and dating is very, very different. So that's something for you to tune into based on your own value system is to tune into, you know, where am I at with courting? You know, what was a appropriated or kind of normalized within mine experience of dating? Um, and how does that align with my values now? Um, and so getting to the next piece here is about getting an understanding of, are you ready to court a woman, right? And so when I mean courtship, when I'm talking to men, I want men to understand that if you identify as a man, as a male, and you find deep fulfillment in being the one that is pursuing and penetrating, then you, my guy, have a masculine core. And so what you're going to find is that you're wired to court the feminine. And so that means biologically, this is how you are wired. And so I'm speaking to the men that are wired in this way, biologically. And what I mean by biologically is there's actually some connection to this and how it is demonstrated throughout nature. So in the animal kingdom, there's actually forms of courtship. And this is because these male uh, species are actually wired to court the female species. So we see this in peacocks, we see these in birds, we see these in certain animals that essentially have very colorful, radiant feathers or features that allow them to essentially stand out, to essentially amplify their beauty. 
And with those features, with that beauty, with those colors, uh, they use this to demonstrate their worthiness, to demonstrate that they are, they should be chosen by the feminine, right? And so they might do this through a dance. They might do this through the movement of their feathers. They might do this through a flight, uh, a calling. All of it is ritual. All of it is courtship. And so from there, the feminine chooses out of all of the suitors who she's going to mate with. And so this is not a fixed expression of male and female within the animal kingdom. This is why I said men who identify with that pursuer penetrative presence this is what you're wired to actually embody in your relationships. Men that are not do not mean that they're not masculine men. Because in the animal kingdom, there are female animals that actually court male animals. So none of this is fixed. There's a fluidity to all expressions of nature. So this is why I'm saying the men that have a masculine core, this is for you. So once you've identified that this is you, you have to ask yourself, am I ready? Where am I at in my life? Am I actually ready to welcome this type of energy, this type of woman into my life? This doesn't mean that you're perfect. You have everything together. It means that you have taken the time to clear emotional baggage from your past relationships. You've taken the time to actually prepare your space for the woman that you are calling in. So this means many different things for many different men based on the situation you're in. But understanding that you have to create space for her to actually come into your life. And so that means maybe clearing your limiting beliefs around marriage, around dating. Maybe this means cutting your ex off and not constantly talking about the last relationship you were just in. Maybe it means learning how to be comfortable in your solitude so that relationships aren't a way to avoid and escape your own emotions. So there's several, several things that we can do to actually prepare ourselves to call this type of relationship in that don't have to lead us into thinking that we have to be perfect or we have to be fully healed. It means that we do what we can and we create the space to actually receive our queen, our woman, the one that we're here to create a family with, to nurture a home with, to co-create and reshape the world with, like that requires you to really dig deep. It requires you to ask yourself, am I really ready for this? Or am I just trying to avoid myself? Am I coming to this place of courtship from one where I'm actually empowered in myself? I feel ready. I can say that without a doubt in my mind that I'm actually finally ready to welcome this woman into my life. I'm not trying to run away. I'm not trying to avoid my alone time. I'm not trying to use a woman to 
get something for myself. I'm actually looking to be in service, right? I'm actually looking to create a reciprocal relationship. So this is something else that you need to tune in that also determines your readiness. Like you have to be ready to sacrifice your life, to give your life to this person and the family that you're going to create. And this doesn't mean having children. It just means she will be your family. <laughs> like she will be your family. She will be your chosen family, your number one priority. That requires a level of devotion that you have to ask yourself, am I ready for this? Am I ready for the presence, the stability, the emotional maturity that she's going to require from me? Like really get serious about that. If not, then men do not waste yours or her time. She's going to challenge you to be the man that you were destined to become. She's going to challenge you to be the father, the husband that you know that you can be. Like, bro, if you are uncomfortable by that fact alone, you were not ready. But if you're ignited, you're fired up by the thought of that, the challenge of that, then bro, you're definitely, definitely ready to receive, to prepare, and to court the woman that is going to be your queen, the woman that is going to stand beside you, the woman that you're going to grow and build and evolve with. So now let's get into being intentional and direct. So once you know this, you're in a very, very different mode of thinking. This is a very, very different energy. And that's why I love just talking about it because it's very different from dating. And I know it very well, even myself. It's, it's, it's a different mode. It's a different mode. And when you're coming to a woman from this place, it, it feels so empowering. It feels so empowering. So part of that is going to be being very intentional, being very direct about your intentions from the jump. So if you meet a woman, right, maybe you engage with her online, uh, maybe you uh, meet her at a coffee shop, maybe you've known her throughout your life, you guys have been friends on and off, and now you're realizing that there's some chemistry there, there's some attraction here, and there's something that you want to explore, do not, do not shy away from being clear, intentional, and direct. This is no time to be playing around with, oh, I need to be her friend, or oh, like, I don't want to scare her away, or fuck that. A woman wants you to be clear and direct with her. Is how guys get you know, in this friend zone that they hate so much. And the guys that are usually in these spaces is because they're not fucking clear and direct with the woman that they really want and letting them know, like, I, I want this to go here. I want to pursue you. And if you get rejected, fine. That's okay. It's a part of life. You move on. 
but living with the fucking thought that you've never communicated this to this woman. You've never let her know that this is how you feel. Like, what kind of life is that? We can't put ourselves in those positions and then be upset at the women in our lives. We have to really understand that, wait, this is my responsibility. My feelings, my desires are my responsibility. So let me communicate them. Let me create a space for those desires to actually be act- to like actually manifest, to actually uh, be reciprocated as well. And if they're not, great. I learn, I grow, and I move on, right? So whoever this woman is, once you realize you're ready and you've found her, be intentional, be clear, and be direct. And so that is letting her know that, hey, I'm marriage-minded and marriage-focused, right? What I want from our connection is for it to possibly lead to marriage because I A, B, and C, right? Based on how she meets your qualifications. So the woman that you're going to court in this way has met your qualifications. So men, get very clear on what are your qualifications. So I have a very different set of qualifications that not all men are going to have. Mine are very, very different. So I'm not going to share what my qualifications are, but I want men to take the time to tune in. What are my qualifications? And part of tuning into that is getting an understanding of, you know, not only what type of partner do you want to attract, what type of wife do you want to grow and live with, but also what type of man do you want to become as a result of this relationship? The woman that's going to help you co-create that version of yourself has embodied and has demonstrated certain qualities, right? And so you have to figure out what those qualities are, but it requires you to tune into who is the version of yourself that if you were to look back 30 years from now after being with this person, you're like, whoa, I love this version of myself. Who is that? What is he about? What is his mindset? What is his behaviors? What does his life look like? How does he treat the people around him? How does he carry himself in the world? Tune into that, and that's going to give you a very, very clear criteria of what the qualifications are going to be for the woman that you're going to be courting. And so for some men, you are probably dating, right? And so I highly advise for men to date, for everyone to date, multiple people at once. And I share this to say that when you're dating multiple people at once, you have a very clear understanding of how these dynamics impact your sense of authenticity, your sense of connection, and your sense of compatibility. If you're only dating one person, you only have one space to actually source that information from. But if you're dating multiple people, this is going to give you a lot of different sets of information. And out of this information, you're going to have a better understanding of who stands out, right? And for some women listening, 
for you, it's going to be who opens your body up more than the other guy. And what I mean by this is not sexual. It is about there's an unlocking within your body that you're going to feel and sense in the presence of a certain type of dynamic. And in that dynamic, that often kind of indicates to you that this is something I really need to invest more time and energy into feeling into and maybe bringing more of myself into this space. And so for men, it's really going to be about like, how do you feel in this woman's presence? Like, what is it about you that is amplified? What about your peace is amplified? What about your joy is amplified? What about you is also challenged? And so everyone has a maybe a different criteria for this, but we all know when somebody stands out from the rest, right? And I recently did this with a therapist that I was looking for, and I talked to five different therapists. I each did a, a consultation call with five different therapists. And immediately, the therapist that was for me stood out. He stood out. And he stood out by the questions he asked, the time and attention he took to kind of get to know me and what I was really struggling and dealing with, and also how he closed and ended our call. And I was like, oh, this is my guy. Like, we're, we're about to, you know, we're about to, this is about to be my best friend. You know, this is like a long-term thing now. And I only knew that because I had interviewed or had different calls with five different therapists and from my call with him i was like yo this this is this guy stands out man this dynamic our conversation the flow the energy here was not present in the other four calls and so if i only had one call with one therapist and that was all i had to go off of i would have probably just chose somebody that you know, was okay, was just going to be a good therapist. But I wanted somebody that really aligned, that felt aligned. And so to give myself the best opportunity to find that, I had to choose and call five different therapists and have different conversations with five different therapists. So I share that to say that much is the same in the dating experience. And so when you've really found that person, Now it's time to actually woo her. To understand that is to understand that when you're courting a woman and now you've moved out from maybe you're dating five different people and you're like, okay, this person stands out. You cannot, let me emphasize this, you cannot court more than one woman at a time. You can't do it. You have to Once you've decided on that, you have to put all of your fucking eggs in that basket. You have to put all of your resources in that basket because you are treating this woman as now a potential wife. And if you're treating her as a potential wife, you aren't going to keep door number two open, door number six open, and door number three open. You close all the doors. You close all the back doors. And you drill into one space. Because it's, it's like finding oil. 
You don't try to open up six holes and drill into six holes all at once when you're looking for oil. You realize, wait, this spot right here? Okay, I'm just going to keep keep drilling until I find that oil. This is a like to when we really feel that level of compatibility, a sense of chemistry, and that sense of alignment with one person. Court that person completely. Don't be courting girl over here, girl number three over there. Do not do that. That is not, that is not proper courtship. And so if you want to see any examples of this demonstrated, watch, I used to watch the show called The Bachelorette with my mom all of the time when I was young. And, um, and they actually have The Bachelor too, which I think is completely fucking reversed. Uh, that show should not even exist. <laughs> In my opinion, The Bachelor should not exist. But The Bachelorette, now this was a show where there was multiple suitors and they were all pursuing this one woman, which was the bachelorette. And so this is how we want to understand as men, if we want to come back to how we're naturally biologically wired, if you're a man that identifies with the masculine core, this is how we're wired. We are wired to see her as the prize, not yourself. You are not the prize. Like, Fuck all of that alpha male shit you've been listening to. Fuck all of the red pill shit you've been listening to. Whatever bullshit you've heard from these insecure men trying to cover up their insecurities by painting women as not valuable, not as important, and that they should be pursuing us and we should just be relaxing and chilling. If you're here listening to this, throw that shit out. If this doesn't resonate with you, cool, embrace whatever that is for you. But if you're looking to really come back into alignment with your authentic masculine energy, one of, that, one of those components is going to be understanding that she is the prize. What you are pursuing is the prize. The pursuer cannot be the prize. And your fulfillment is found in pursuing. So that is also her gift to you right? This is how the dance works. Because when you're in the pursuing energy, you find yourself not only fulfilled, but you find yourself resourced. You find yourself taking into account all of these different things that you need to build, you need to create, you need to kind of step into worlds that you need to bring into material so that you can properly, continually pursue her. So when you understand this energy, this mode, it doesn't stop at marriage. It doesn't even stop at death. So I don't want to get philosophy. I don't want to start getting poetic and like, you know, uh, getting into philosophy here. But what I'm sharing with you is the masculine spirit and its relationship to the feminine spirit. This is how the energy operates. You find freedom, you find fulfillment in pursuing the feminine until you cannot anymore. So this is part of the dance. And so you have to understand that it is also her gift to you to allow you to pursue her. 
And so when you understand this, how this is embodied and demonstrated physically is that you, like I shared with the bachelorette, there are multiple, there are multiple suitors. Like even if you ever watched a show on Netflix called Bridgerton, I believe, the girl has multiple suitors, guys that are coming by every fucking day to her house to talk to her for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and, and these guys are trying to display that they should be the one that she kind of takes the time to uh, explore a little bit deeper than the other guys, right? And so this is just an understanding into the fact that when you're pursuing a woman, you understand that, wait, this woman is probably has multiple suitors. She has multiple men probably in her DMs, probably that, you know, reach out to her and are trying to connect with her um, at work, at when she's at the gym, or, you know, maybe she's dating somebody right now. That does not deter you from courting her. It is part of the courtship. There are multiple suitors. That's part of courtship. You understand that there are multiple suitors. That's why you make sure to stand out. And this is why we're talking about wooing her with the dates, with the activities, with the connection, with the compatibility, with the sense of conversations that you spark, how you lead the relationship, how you lead the date. This is about separating yourself as a man because you know in your heart, this is your wife you're talking to. This is your queen that you're connecting with. And you are here to take her off the market. You are here to let her know that you are here. All of that time that she spent looking for you, getting ready for you, the time has come. You're here. So if you knew that in your heart of hearts, how would you demonstrate your love how would you communicate to her? How would you respond to her? So this is a very, very, very different energy as I'm sharing with you. It's a very different mode to be in versus I'm just dating. I'm just casually speaking to this girl and we're having a good time. Da, 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 da. Very, very different mode. Very different mode. And so there are certain boundaries that you might have to have in place because if the woman that you're speaking to is dating multiple men, you want to be clear. So this is just something I would advise to men. If you're not comfortable with that woman that you're courting, dating other men, but also sleeping with those men, communicate that. Be upfront about that. Like, don't shy away from that. If you would feel some type of way, if this woman was dating another guy, okay, that's one thing. But if she was sleeping with the other guys that she was dating, then share that. It doesn't mean dig into her business. It's about sharing and being intentional. I'm courting you right now. I want to take this to the next level. And I also understand that you possibly have other men that want to do the same. Right now, I'm not 
intimate with anybody else. And in order for us to go into this space, in order for me to feel more comfortable in this space of courting, I also want to know that you're also not intimate with the other people that you're dating. And so for the women listening, this is actually part of courtship. Women that are being courted are not having sex with the men that they're being courted by. So the difference between dating and courting is dating has a intention and is really based off of sex and the pursuit of sex. Courtship is not like that. It is based off of the pursuit of marriage. So women that are being courted are being courted by multiple men, but they're not sleeping with any of them. So if you watch the show Bridgerton, um, she's not sleeping with any of the guys. These are multiple suitors that are pursuing her and she doesn't sleep with any of them. This is just how courtship works is that when you are being courted, sex isn't the foundation. It is not what you're trying to get to. It is not what you're trying to base the connection off of. What you're trying to base it off of is compatibility, shared values, shared goals, deep and authentic alignment, and genuine intimacy. And sex is going to corrode your ability to actually see that the presence of it or the lack thereof so courtship is not about sex for some people sex might happen cool but it is not about sex so for the guy that has that intention and doesn't want to have sex wants to really show up in courtship in the way that you know, doesn't really center around sex. And the woman that also has that same intention, there has to be physical boundaries established. So for some people, courtship is as is, it goes to a certain level where there's actually no physical touch as far as kissing, as far as, uh, you know, uh, having sex or any form of sex until marriage. So this is really, you know, those forms of courtship that are really religiously based and centered as well. Uh, and for most modern day people, this is just not where they're at. This is just not a part of their uh, value system at the moment. So what I've learned from my experiences and from others is that uh, those spaces are explored once there is a serious commitment that's already taken place. And so before that point, there has to be boundaries established. And so that means that, you know, we're either not going to kiss or we're only going to kiss and we're not taking things further from that or not doing any of that. We're not kissing. We're not doing anything physical. We're just going to have a good time, right? And once this thing gets very serious and we take it to the next level then we can start to bring all those other things online or then we can start kissing and doing other things but we won't be physically intimate until marriage so this again is unique to every different circumstance this is in unique 
to every different person's value system. And so experiment with this. Again, for the men listening, this is about being collaborative. This is about having open, honest, and intentional dialogue with the person that you are courting. And so the last thing here I want to share is about pacing. Because courting, when you're courting a woman, you have to understand that this is, this is something that you can't rush. It's something that you need to be intentional about. And so part of that is taking the time to get to know her by spending time not just privately when you guys are on dates together or spending time at your place or her place, but also spending time in public areas where there's community. So that is being around her friends, hanging out with her and her friends, taking the time to make sure that she's hanging out with you and your friends, taking the time to actually meet her family. This is part of courtship because family is a big, big focus of courtship. For some people, it might not be because maybe you have a, a, a very uh, wounded and very toxic family. And so family may not be that big of a focus for you. Uh, maybe you don't speak to your family. Maybe that's the healthiest thing for you right now. Um, but if family is a big, big thing for you and family is big in your life, um, for the woman being courted or for the man courting, uh, make sure that there is a component of family there. Uh, if that's you interacting with her family on some level or allowing her to interact and engage with yours, uh, but not using that as a premise for whether you're going to court her or not. I personally think that we shouldn't base whether we want to be with somebody based on how our family approves or disapproves of them. Um, but this can vary between people. So I just want you to kind of experiment with that as well uh, and see where that lands with you. Uh, and so the other thing is just taking the time. This is what I mean. It's just pacing, taking the time. This, this all can happen within the span of three weeks. This is a gradual development of connection, of compatibility, and of alignment. And so as you see this person and you allow them to see you in these different spaces, in these different modes, you get a better understanding of, is this somebody that I'm really ready to create and build a family with? And am I giving them the opportunity to see if that is also something that they feel is a yes for them about me. And so the last piece here before I close is going to be for the men listening, keep her up to date on where you're at in the courting process. So that means if after the first month you are, you have a lot of information, you have a lot of data and you feel like you know, in a few weeks, you might want to take things to the next level. Let her know. Don't keep her on the fence. Don't keep her guessing. This courtship process is not about games, man. This is ca casually dating. You can, you can play those kind of games. Courtship is a whole different level. We are not playing games. We are not playing chase me, right? Pursuing a woman isn't chasing after her. When you're pursuing a woman, it's because she desires you to pursue her. She has reciprocated your desires. 
when you're chasing a woman, it's because she's unavailable. It's unrequited love. Or she's playing games with you, right? Wasting your time because maybe she's not ready to acknowledge that she's just avoiding her own alone time or her solitude. So this is not chasing. This is like pursuing, which is very different from chasing. So when you are ready to start to take those steps to start to take things to that next level, be honest, communicate, be upfront, collaborate, and share that with her. Always, always keep her up to date on what's happening with you and what's happening with the process so that she knows she's not on the fence and your communication is consistent, it's solid, it's clear, it's direct. You don't want your potential wife to be guessing, is this somebody that wants to be my husband? Is this somebody that wants to marry me? You do not want your potential wife to be out here asking these kind of questions. Is he into me? Is he going to call me next week? Like that's for that casual dating shit. This is not, this is not courtship. We don't do that in courtship. Your potential wife should never be asking these kind of questions. Sure, she may have anxiety. Sure, she may need reassurance every now and then. But these aren't real ideas that your actions and behaviors are reflective of, right? These are just patterns of thought. These are projections from past men. These are scary scary thoughts or scary scenarios or fears emerging from her own anxiety. You want to make sure that, one, you not only weed those out with consistent communication and just being a gentleman, like being there for her, supporting her, showing up fully, and also letting her know that she has nothing to worry about. You're here, you're excited about her, and you demonstrate that through not only your communication, but the way you plan dates, the way you uh, spend time with her, the quality of the time you guys spend together, uh, and the type of activities that you do. So each activity is very intentional. Each activity is centered around you know, ways in which you can get a better understanding of who she is and give her the opportunity of seeing more of you, putting you in situations where you're either vulnerable, um, you can be more honest, you can show different sides of yourself. This is all a part of courtship. So thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I hope you found some value in this um, for anyone listening, uh, whether you're being courted or you are courting or getting ready for courting or calling in your potential partner, uh, husband, king, queen, whatever it is. Um, I hope you found some value from this. And if you have any questions uh, or have any thoughts, feel free to share them with me um, in my DMs. Just share them. Send me a message. Tell me how this podcast episode impacted you. And also leave a review. Let me know how this podcast has impacted your life. I would love to hear uh, just your feedback. 
And so with that, I'm going to end the episode here and wish you all a beautiful day or a beautiful evening. And I'll see you on the next one. Peace.